Good morning, Socrates. It's Joey back at the fuzz here. We got Matt in the box. We got Andrew with traffic. Pretty hair in the 9W, guys. Maybe you should get a bikini wax. Oh, Matt in the box. Get back in the box. All that more in the morning. Next returns. Z105. So anyway, get back to my story. I had like two of those seven-layer burritos. Let's just say they didn't schedule any bathroom breaks in the middle of my niece's christening. That's gross, you guys. Long story short. I end up christening my BVDs with a load of chocolate pudding. 5.44 in the AM. We'll be right back. Z105. All right, how's everybody? Good, good, good. Now, as your father probably told you, my name is Matt Foley, and I am a motivational speaker. Now, let's get started by letting me give you a little bit of a scenario of what my life is all about. First off, I am 35 years old, I am divorced, and I live in a van down by the river. Lazy Sunday, wake up in the late afternoon, call Parnell just to see how he's doing. Hello, what up, Parn? Yo, Sam Burke, what's cracking? You thinking what I'm thinking? Party up! And finally, back again, Burt Reynolds in a commanding lead with $14. Hey, hey, uh, check out the podium. Look at this. Mr. Reynolds has apparently changed his name to Turd Ferguson. Yeah, that's right. Turd Ferguson. It's a funny name. Great. Let's take a look at the final board. Welcome to the Power 5 Podcast. We've got your guest, Todd the Poor George. We've got Hank the Pig. We've got Big C. Just kidding, he's not on here tonight. We've got musical guest, Fancy Boy. And your host, C-Dub the Great One. This is the Power 5 Podcast. What is going on? What's up, guys? Welcome to the Power 5 Podcast. We are the podcast that takes a topic and ranks it. Guys, welcome. It is June. It is summertime. We are back in the Power 5 Pod studios. Without Big C tonight, T's and P's, we're missing you, buddy. Uh, We've got a special guest tonight. First of all, always a big shout-out to K-Love, the pod father in the house. Got to be K-Love. Oh, yeah! Love to see you, brother. Looking great, as always. Hey, got, voice is back. Oh, voice, voice is, is back. back. I, I thought something it's was different back. tonight. Uh, what yeah, was I'm not Pod? on the bench this week. <laughs> Last week, Todd made this great thing. He said, <laughs> he did this impression <laughs> of Kevin, and I can't stop thinking about it. Um, speaking of which, we've got Todd the Pod God, also known as Fancy Boy. After last What's episode. up, fellas? You feeling fancy tonight? No collared shirt tonight. But the shiny dough, man. I mean, and this isn't me making fun of you. This is me talking about that thick glaze you got on there, dude. You rub that thing with the Krispy Kreme? <laughs> so my kids said something about this the other day. I don't know if something's different, but uh, they were asking me, like, what are you doing to your head to make it so shiny? <laughs> you rub it with Kiehl's in the shower? Tater yes. tot grease. <laughs> bacon, <laughs> grease. Bacon, grease? bacon grease. Bacon grease. Bacon grease. 
But listen, guys, we are are blessed again with the presence of a hashtag friend of the pod, Hank Bates, Hank the Tank, coming back from the iceberg episode with Leo. We thought it was a dream. It's not Inception. He is back with us tonight, and I couldn't be more excited. Hank, how you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling like Matt Foley, if you know what I mean. Oh, spoiler alert. Uh Guys, guys, he just dropped it tonight. We no, we're not tonight. We are drafting. We are drafting the SNL cast. Okay. Not characters. This is cast members. We are going to draft tonight, guys. I'm excited. This is the draft party, baby. We might do this all summer long. We'll see what happens. This is the kickoff, man. This is the, this is just like the, the NFL draft, the NBA draft that's coming up, guys. I'm excited about this. Snake draft is how we I'm do it. Uh, Caleb, you did a little random name generator to let us know who's kicking things off and who's going with that number one pick, man. What you yeah. got? Who's the lottery? Buddy? Yeah, yeah. well, first of all, I think we need to let everybody know that it's rigged according Thank to Todd. Right? Sure. There's a, there's a, I'll allow it. There's a couple things, Todd, not a few, but a couple things that are guaranteed in life, right? You got death, you got taxes, and <laughs> that's not Texas, by the way. Shout out Waco. Um, anyways, you got death, yep. you got taxes, and you've got Todd every time we do the wheel of names saying rigged. But yeah, I'm just saying, I got, I've I got, never I got, seen the wheel. I've never seen the wheel. It he exists. has a that wheel. That doesn't mean it exists. I, seen t- <laughs> right. I haven't seen it. I haven't, I've never seen it spin. Like I just always know I end up like third or fourth. That's all. Green, I know. yellow, red, and blue. Kevin's done the rhyme in there. Before. Is there a rhyme in there, fancy boy? Can you <laughs> rhyme off of that? Green, yellow, red, blue. This and thing I'm is rigged. I what bet. you gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> what you right. gonna do? Let's do that again and pretend you. All right, but yes, we do have the snake draft order here coming in first. Man, we got Hank the Tank with the first Whoa! draft pick tonight. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Christian, right. you are going to be selecting second, Todd. Oh, You'll be selecting hole. third, and I'll be in the four hole and coming back around Ooh. in the snake with that fifth pick, fourth and fifth pick. That's That'll a be a sweet nice spot. turn, right? Yeah, I think so. I think so. So, guys, I got to ask you. So, we're talking about Saturday Night Live, and and there was a time in my life up to pretty recent that I would look forward. I mean, I would look ahead of time in advance. Who's going to be, you know, the, the guest host, who's going to be the musical guest. And sometimes I would watch just because the musical guest, I mean, I remember back in like the mid two thousands, Kings of Leon, you know, coming off of only by the night were with Emma stone when she was really just getting popular in easy a and super bad. And I was like, Oh my gosh, well guys, it's 2023. I will tell you, I mean, I watched SNL up through probably last year. I mean, yes, it's depleted at best. I mean, maybe, you know, Colin, Joe, and Michael Che weekend update might be the last saving grace for the show. I have not watched uh, an episode this season. Maybe the Travis Kelsey. I kind of I checked a few of those skits, but beyond that, guys, um, anybody still watching it? Or when's the last time? Like, who was the cast when you last watched it religiously? Did you at least tune into the Woody Harrelson monologue? I did watch did the monologue. I think I checked it out after the fact, though, yeah. and I expected more from Woody. I, I thought it was a little bit weird. Uh, it was, which, you know, it was, he's which he's weird. weird. He is. He is. He's I love dude. Woody, though. Shout out. You know, going, going, shout out. Uh, going back to your question, though, when did I watch it? I feel like there was a little sweet spot in there. Um, I, I was talking about this today. I would say like that 93, 94 is probably when I started, right? Right in there at middle school when I started to just think that the, the Sandler and Farley uh, characters were just absolutely hilarious. 
Um, I'll probably shut it down around like 2007, 2008, maybe. So I give it a good little 15 year run there, I, th- I would say. And I wasn't watching it every single week, but I-, I was tuning in quite often. I'll allow it. I heard that. What about you guys? I mean, I remember kind of watching it really probably after like Farley and Sandler. I didn't really discover those guys until their movies, especially Adam Sandler movies, Chris Farley movies in the like early to mid 90s. But I was really big in it probably in the early 2000s with your Jimmy Fallon's. Um, And then I think, honestly, the sweet spot where you may see some of my characters tonight, Bill Hader, Andy Samberg, Fred Armisen, some guys that really stuck it out for close to a decade, you know, some eight to 10 seasons um, and really kind of brought a new spin to it, some new life, some digital shorts. So. Hank, I heard you there, buddy. What was your sweet spot, and when's the last time you've seen it? I mean, obviously, I grew up during the Brat Pack uh, with the Sandlers, the Farleys, the Spades. A little one I'll just throw out maybe on the list, maybe not, Phil Hartman. Oh, uh, classic icon. Tease and peas. I mean, honestly, I I can remember watching that as a kid and seeing some of the funny skits. I remember Opera Man with Adam Sandler, obviously. Oh, yeah. And uh, – you know, Spade, the you know, Sandler working at the Gap and the bye-bye, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I, I also, I can remember the Will Ferrell days, kind of like oh, yeah. early 2000s, the Jimmy Fallon, you know. PC He's coming Dude, up early was, on my list, I guarantee you. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that was, you know, that was kind of, I think, like SNL, caught a lot of heat like firing Sandler and all those guys but then they like made they really had to go all out and they did with the Will Ferrell the Jimmy Fallon's the Chris Kattan's I remember watching it pretty religiously uh during those times but honestly the last time I think I watched it was during the Bill Hader and Andy Sandberg glory Hi, days of the Jack digital Johnson. shorts and, to the oh, yeah. show. you know Come I think honestly I, I the last one I remember watching all the way through was the one that Peyton Manning hosted, which Peyton Manning was one of the greatest hosts ever. I mean, it was oh, yeah, some, I remember of things, that. some of the stuff he did in there was just like great. Is there anything yeah, that good dude's not good at, right? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, right. I mean, everything, everything he strikes is gold. I mean, yeah, especially Peyton his forehead. Hey, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd say same for me. Like, man, I watched it. Uh, I was probably off of it by the 2000s. I didn't really watch it much after that. I'd pick it up for a little season every now and then. But, man, I was there, though, during the, you know, the 90s with Farley and uh, Adam Sandler, all those guys. So so a lot of my picks are not going to be more recent guys, as you can tell. But, um, but I did love it for a season, man. And, you know, I th- I'll say this about the show. It always can find a way to stay – somewhat relevant and in the conversation right people still talk about it some um they do a good job of that a better job in previous years but still somewhat relevant like i watched i've probably this year i've watched a couple clips after this after it was aired um one of those being the woody harrelson clip so so not a not a big big snl guy but i did love it back in the day well, Todd, I understand that. You know, you were a lot, you were bigger into Mad TV and, and Living Color. Right. So we understand. 100%. Right. Bill. <laughs> well, Shout I out. will say, if you want to get, you know, specific here, guys, I looked up a list of some really talented actors that auditioned for SNL and didn't make it. And so I'm going to talk about oh, wow. them before we get into this. The number one, probably most prominent name, because you all know him from another show and every single movie in the 90s, but Jim Carrey auditioned twice and got rejected both times. Obviously, he was in In Living Color. 
Um, he actually was a guest host three times, 96, 2011, and 2014. So obviously, what a talented guy. How about everybody's favorite, Michael Scott, Steve Carell? That's what um, she said. Did not uh, make the cut. Uh, Pee Wee Herman, Mr. Paul Rubens. Uh-huh. <laughs> they, they let Gilbert Godfrey, but they didn't let Pee Wee Herman. I mean, like, how many annoying That was Kevin's heyday right there. Man, listen, <laughs> yeah, that's, was. that's the number one most. Wait, Todd's wearing the yellow raincoat tonight. What's wrong? Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> Hank, well done. Uh, that was that was yeah. perfect, man. I love that. So how about a few others real quick? Stephen Colbert, uh, John Goodman, um, Kathy Griffin. I mean, she's terrible. Thank God she didn't get on there. Um, anchorman writer and one of uh, Will Ferrell's friends, Adam McKay. Uh, he, he does a lot of different shows with him. Uh, Rob Hubel. Um, but how about these names, guys? Kevin Hart. You talk about really? you know a funny guy who would have been awesome on that show, and you think of all these other characters. How could he not make it? How about Zach Galifianakis? Mother Oreo smoothie. Now. I mean, that's crazy. Here's another one. You're gonna like this one, Hank. Aubrey Plaza. How about that? What? Um, yeah. I mean, you know, Parks and Rec. I mean, so many great films. She's hilarious and such a different style. Uh, how about this one for Colin? Shout out. Uh, Lisa Kudrow, sure. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, obviously, her friend, Smelly Cat. Um, how about Stifler's mom, Jennifer Coolidge? Annoying, but you could see her in that 90s. How about Kenan's best friend, Kel Mitchell? Never getting the nod, guys. Wow. I mean, you know, come on, give That's it to him. Then, it's a travesty. And then most recently, um, Adam Devine. Everybody knows him from Workaholics, from Modern Family, from the Pitch Perfect movies, Righteous Gemstones. Hilarious, obviously. You know, probably went on to bigger and better things because of not getting selected on the show. I think there's a lot of people that are more niche comedy that they want. And it's actually, I mean, it's kind of funny when you think of the 90s. I mean, it was gold. Like people like Rock and Sandler and Spade and Farley and those guys went on to big success. You know, other people, maybe not so much. So it's really interesting to see who got rejected and who made the cut. But just thought that was pretty interesting, guys. Yeah, that's pretty cool. One of the things that's awesome too is how you see these guys like, kind of stick together after their stint on the show. And when they do movies later on, you know, uh, you got Sandler and rock, you know, you got Schneider. Uh, different, yeah, exactly. Cheeseburger, yeah. Cheeseburger. Uh, <laughs> and so that's kind of cool too, you know, to see no those guys Pepsi. stick together. <laughs> Making copies, caparama. Yeah. I love that Todd. <laughs> hey, listen, I mean, you're right. You've got the whole crew you've got, you know, and you, you mentioned kind of like the, the brat pack earlier, Hank. I mean, you have those guys. I mean, and then obviously your Will Ferrell's with Chris Kattan did night at the Roxbury, but how about like, oh, how about a sleeper? Right. I don't think he's going to make anyone's list, but Tim Meadows talk about a guy with some staying power who is a solid comedian. You could throw in films like Dewey Cox, walk yeah. hard, the ladies oh, yeah. man character, but I don't think he's going to show up. But, I may be but, wrong. Everybody loves the ladies man. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out. I love that. Hey guys, doing my research, I didn't realize that Robert Downey Jr. was actually on SNL for a season. Did y'all see that? I did y'all did. know that? How crazy I is that, man? That. Wow. Like late late 80s or early mid 80s? Mid 80s. Mid 80s. Mid 80s. Wow. I think it was 85, 86 season. Wow. Oh, there yeah. were people, Hank, yeah. you probably don't realize David Keckner, you know, champ, was on for a season. I- did you know that? I actually, yes, I actually knew that because he did one of the greatest skits ever, the um, Bill Bratsky skit with Norman. Oh, I remember that everyone guys. talk about talks about yeah. that skit. It's one of the yeah, classics. Bill Brat. Yeah. They once pumped like you know five pounds of nickels out of Bill Bratsky's stomach. You know, kind of thing. <laughs> it was. So, you know. I love. <laughs> How about Rob Riggle? Was really only on for like one season as well. You know, you talk about some some great 
comedic guys that are still relevant today that, you know, maybe had a very brief stint and then people that weren't so much, you know, Jim Brewer, uh, for example, Jim, go boy. How about right. him? Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, sure. I mean, the, Joe Pesci, that was cool. the Joe Pesci and Robert De Niro show. I mean, Joe Oh Pesci. yeah, dude, that was classic. You could get away Jim, with anything back then. Jim Speaking Brewer, of Al Pacino, he's 82 years old, has a kid on the way. Oh, oh I did see yeah. this. Anything what is possible. <laughs> what would Gilbert Godfrey say about that? What are you doing, Al? 82 years old? Too much U- USA after dark. <laughs> That's yeah, right. I, was about to say, I just I just woke up my whole apartment complex. So. Hey, worth it. <laughs> Gilbert uh, Godfrey back from the dead. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna keep it. T's and P's. Uh, we're T's excited, guys. We haven't done a draft and probably since uh, our sides draft uh, about a month ago. So right. getting back into it. Special guest Hank coming in at, at numero uno, man. A lot of pressure on the number one pick, but I have faith in you, Hank, that it's not going to be an airheads pick. So uh, let's do the honors, man. Uh, we're going to draft them tonight, guys. Uh, so we're going to do it. Uh, we're going to start with number one and the number one pick in our SNL cast member draft. Hank Bates, you're on the board. Well, I think everybody knows me that has known me my whole life knows that this first pick is obviously going to be obvious. It is my hero from growing up. I probably watched. I've seen every movie this guy did. I've seen every skit he's did. I've probably seen any cameo he's made. The funniest man that ever lived, Chris Farley. I mean, let's go. The fact, you know, I, I sit there and I don't know how many times in my life I've sat there and quoted the motivational speaker, Matt Foley sitting there talking about, you know, I know what your kids are saying. You want to go out and get the world by the tail, pull it down, wrap it around and put it in my pocket. But I'm here to tell you today <laughs> that you're going to mount the jack squat. You know, this, the, the fact that he was literally anyone you talked to that was on the show with him or all the people that were inspired by him years to come said he was the funniest man that ever lived. I mean, nobody was known better for making guys break character, and that was actually his whole thing. And I know, I think Lauren Michaels hated the fact that he always tried to, like, get people to break character. If you watch some of his funniest skits of all time, they're trying to hold it together. The motivational speaker, Spade's laughing like crazy. Christina Applegate is trying to hold it together. Shut up. I mean, it was just um, Chris Farley, funniest man that ever lived. It was tough. I've got so many people I could have threw in there, but if I didn't go Chris Farley, number one, I would probably never forgive myself. Love that, Hank. There wasn't another pick for you. When, when I guess, when I knew you got the number one pick, I, I knew where that was going, man, and that was that was spot on. It was destiny, Hank. It was destiny. It was, it was destiny. It was rigged. Yeah. And rigged. That was what it, it was. was. It was rigged. It was, it was rigged. We're like the NBA. What can we say? Hey, for what it's worth, I don't know if this counts, Todd, but Hank was written in the red section. Okay, is there any kind of symbolism in that with with being rigged on the will of names? I don't know about that, but it's just rigged. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to overthink these things. It's just rigged. <laughs> I'll allow it. Well, guys, coming in at the number two pick, um, you know, this may be surprising. This may be a high pick, but anybody that knows me knows my affinity for this guy and his best of DVD. And this guy was actually on the show from 1998 to 2004 and i used to watch this dvd with some of the top sketches over and over and over it's what really kind of got me i think 
to want to be a comedian prior to Hank and I's little stint doing the stand-up comedy scene in Greenville. Shout out. Uh, but guys, it is none other than Mr. Jimmy Fallon, uh, the Tonight Show hey. man himself. Uh, Hank mentioned it. Z105. And we're back. He did this skit so perfectly. He had the Olsen twins. His best one was with Ben Affleck when they were like old college roommates. And Ben Affleck. Dirty Dan the Garbage. Week. Dirty Dan the Garbage Man. Dirty Dan. What's going on, buddy? <laughs> Dirty Dan the Garbage Man. Can you dig it? I mean, that character right there, I used to literally hope and pray when Fallon was on that we'd get a Z105 skit. But you talk about the Barry Gibb talk show. I'll be Gs. We were talking about Barry Gibb a couple episodes ago. Him and Justin Timberlake played the Bee Gees. And he was always known to bring Timberlake as a guest. Oh, you never want five seconds away, I mean, he would do the classic. <laughs> uh, Barry Gibb. Uh, I mean, those- this, this is my show. I'm not going to put up with any crap. <laughs> None of your crap is a no nonsense show. Ah, you know the Barry Gibb. Trump I mean, has returned. <laughs> Trump, Trump, Trump. Hey, China, 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 Trump, China. 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 Made by Alec Baldwin. He will not make the list. But you know who will make the list? Big C, aka George W. Tush. We'll talk about him a little bit later. Right, back <laughs> to the characters. Jimmy Fallon, guys, deserves a number two spot. I don't know if you remember some of his skits where he plays Love the it. Boston guy, Jarrett's room. Um, you, you also have just his celebrity jeopardy characters where he plays people like dave matthews um where he plays i forget he he has so many so many wasn't wasn't he adam sandler on oh he played adam sandler once as well he was like i mean he would do so many great impressions And, and he was so great about the cracking up like i remember the one you know that one where will ferrell's in the hot tub and there's always like that awkward scene and like fallon was just cracking up in the hot tub with like anna gastire and will ferrell and his hairy chest and all that like he was always and the other one i don't know if you remember the holiday with him, Chris Kattan, Tracy Morgan, Horatio Sands, where they play the little piano. It's this little... Santa Slate is coming to the USA. That's right. They play their little... Christmas is my favorite time of year. And like Fallon's just playing the little keyboard, shaking his head. But guys, this is Jimmy Fallon, man. When he did this, he was going to be my number one regardless of position. So he's coming at number two. Man, it that's was the kind only, of a, it was the only pick you you had right there, man. It, at least for you. <laughs> yes, for me. There are so many great names, and and I hope they're still left after you snake me. But uh, but I had to go Fallon off the top. And honestly, I mean, you don't think of him as the slapstick guy like these others, like even the Farleys, the Sandlers, and all these others. But he fit this show so well, and I'll always remember him for that. So had to do it. Well, well, what makes Fallon so so good? is as well as I, I feel like he's just a regular old dude. Like if you met him today, he's going to be right. that same guy, right? Oh, yeah. He's just a likable, happy, joyful guy. I think he was on my, um, my Uber list. Like I wanted to share an Uber with Jimmy Fallon because oh, that five minute ride is going to be amazing. Oh yeah. No doubt about it. Just like the five minute ride at a Hollywood studio. Am I right? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. Such a good uh, pick there. CG. Uh, for me, I'm going to go at number three. Man, I'm I'm kind of surprised this guy's there and uh, excited about the opportunity to pick him because he was the guy during the heyday, uh, especially if Farley's off the board. Uh, I'm going to take Adam Sandler. Any guy who can write a song about uh, playing basketball against a, a sweatshirt and and it make it make sense, or you know, lunch lady who we've uh, 
played on the on this oh, show yeah. uh, previously. Wow. Opera Man, the Hanukkah song, right? Like <laughs> oh, just yeah. so many, so many things. And then even beyond that, right? Like movies uh, after after the show, man, just such great staying power and uh, still funny uh, to me today. So I'm going to take Adam Sandler right there uh, at the number three pick. Great pick. And and was it? Did he host not too long ago? And he played a song, kind of giving a tribute to. You know Chris Farley and others, and I cried, man. Like that was a couple seasons ago. Do you guys remember that? He played, yeah, I like, do remember that. It was pretty wild, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It just it brings you back, man. I mean, you said it. I mean, Hank mentioned the Opera Man. You got the Gap. You know, he played a lot of female characters too. I don't know if they allow that this day and age, but I mean, he was great. Uh, right. You know him, Hank and, Hank and Beverly. That's right. That's right. Hank and Beverly. Man, so good. So, good. so classic. She talks. <laughs> Great pick, Todd. There's, I mean, no other way to go. If he didn't go in the top four, that was blasphemy. So love it. All right, guys. So we talked about this, you know, in the, in the pre-show, just about, you know, regardless of who gets picked where in these first couple rounds, I mean, SNL, at least, at least the top is so, so top heavy. I mean, look, even the guys that are going to get drafted in the fifth round are, are just so so good at what they did so i don't think you can really go wrong here but with what i've got i've got no choice and we'll gladly take will ferrell in the fourth spot guys craig the cheerleader Solid. is what it really yes. got going for me right i mean he and uh cheerio terry and uh roger clavin you've already talked about the hot tub right I can't yeah remember what what his, oh, yeah. his girlfriend or his wife's name was but it was so funny just so awkward whoever was sharing the hot tub with him was you know uh getting to hear about all their romantic escapades guys uh you've got Mar Marty my love Cole, my love exactly. uh... hey don't don't forget about harry carey alex Trebek, oh, yeah. james james lipton i mean we go on and on guys 95 to 2002 you got will ferrell coming in at that four spot more hey, Kevin, i got a baby. question for you what's up if you were a planet what's your favorite planet in the Harry Carey voice. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> it's a bird. Hey, it's made of change. There you go. <laughs> great right, pick, guys. Kevin. I mean, definitely worthy of a yeah. first round pick. And I think that's a great, great four right there, man. I'll take that four over anybody. I'm actually shocked he made it the four, to be honest. I mean, I not, didn't expect not, it. Not, not not to like take away from like the ones we did before, but like the fact that you got Will Ferrell going fourth in a draft is like having a draft of Le LeBron James, Michael Jordan, and Kobe in the same draft. I mean, you just, know, I, yeah. I like Adam Sandler's movies better than Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell movies, but I like Will Ferrell better at sketch comedy than I do Adam Sandler. And so I, I honestly thought that Christian was going to take Will Ferrell at, at the two spot. Um, but then you mentioned Jimmy Fallon early and I was like, yeah, he's probably going to go there then. But yeah. uh, I was, I was scared you were going to take Ferrell, but all right, coming in with my second overall pick guys, we're going a little bit old. Um, I I'm one of the old guys, obviously. And, uh, he was from the great state of Montana, and he was on SNL for seven seasons back in 86 all the way to 93. So I got started catching the tail end. But I'll tell you what, his characters are iconic. When we talk about Garth off of Wayne's World, oh. we talk about Hans 
and Franz. Okay, this is Hans from Hans and Franz. We got the church lady. We got Buddy precisely. Guys, I'm taking Dana Carvey with my second Ooh, pick. Ooh, how about that? That's that is very solid, that, man. I was We're not worthy. Listen, Danny pick. Carvey's better than Mike Myers. Garth was better than Wayne. Just absolutely hilarious in everything that he does. He's still funny, guys. I don't know if y'all realize this. He and Spade host a podcast, and it is it is great. I can't even remember what it's called. Hold on, let me let me take a look at it. But yeah, I feel I feel good about uh, Carvey and my my with my second pick. Solid pick. Love that pick, man. That's a lot of so, value there, and that's a sleeper pick, man. Maybe a steal. I was I thought like he was going to slip through the cracks. So bravo to you, Kevin. That was uh that was a solid pick. That I'm not lying. He was literally my next pick. So oh. now I got a uh, great his, pick there. regroup. His pod is called Fly <laughs> Fly on the Wall. That's what it's called. How about fly that? Yeah, check, check that out, guys. Shout out. Shut up. Oh man. Uh, so for me coming back around, man, there's two that I'm really like, I, I mean, it's like I'm picking right now. Cause I don't know which one I want, uh, but I'm going to go Chris rock right here. Ooh, 90 to nice. 93. Uh, how do you get better than Chris rock? Right. And just so hilarious. Um, still has stayed relevant even to today. And so uh, I'm going to take Chris rock right there. How about that? I hope Great you don't pick. take my other guy. 90s icon there i mean definitely you know one of the one of the crew right i mean you talk about the grown-ups movies um you just think of all the things with with rock and and sandler and spade and you know those guys still hanging out at this age and and doing movies together i mean that's what it's all about man they've stood the test of time love that pick but you know second round pick for me uh this is pick number seven overall uh guys i'm going to take somebody that's a little bit newer to the game now granted he hasn't been on the show in in a little while uh, but he had some staying power guys and you know when you think about you know how long do some of these people stay you know we talked about some of the greats in the 90s that only stayed a couple years uh guys uh, you know this guy stayed actually from the 05 to the 2012 era best known for his digital shorts i'm on a boat lots of others to name a few guys it is andy samberg Really just had it. to go with this guy off the top, uh, man. Nice. I mean, every digital short he did, whether he had Justin Timberlake or, you know, T-Pain, you know, it didn't matter. It was him and his boys, Yorma Tacombe and Akiva Schaefer, um, that did a lot of writing for the show, that did produced all these. They're from the Hot Rod movie, His Best Friends. Um, you know, Andy Samberg, one of my favorites is Blizzard Man. Todd can relate to this, the big rap guy. Yo, he used to go I'm in the studio with Ludacris and, Another and you know, all these hit. hardcore rapper guys. Snare. And he'd be like, yeah. rap song. Rap song. Check my style out. <laughs> I mean, he would go in there, dude. It was we come classic, classic stuff, man. I mean, Andy Sandberg. I mean, he had he played different characters like Nicholas Cage. Yeah, Todd, he did a really great Nicholas Cage impression. He also did a Jack Johnson. He used to have this show. It was the Jack Johnson show, and he would invite Dave Matthews and all these other guys to hang out and play frisbee. I mean, he would do all this crazy stuff, man. You know, a lot of people actually said he was the next Adam Sandler. There were a lot of comparisons to them. And unfortunately, when you do that, you set yourself up for failure, which is what they did in the terrible movie, That's My Boy, where they put Sandler and Sandberg together and created a, a disaster of a film. Right. And part of it was, and I love Sandler, but 
and the whole movie he has an accent like this. I mean, you can't like that was cool <laughs> in the '90s, but in a more in a movie where you're, I don't know, it just did not fit to me. Like it was inappropriate. Vanilla Ice had a big role in that movie. Shout out to Robert Van Winkle. Um, but guys, Ooh. Andy Samberg, I didn't want him to get taken. I had to take him off the board with my number two pick, seventh overall. Andy Samberg off the board. Listen, love it took it. me a Solid little bit pick. of time to get to where I I loved Andy Samberg, but I it but it got there, and he he couldn't come on screen without laughing. I mean, still to this day, yeah. his latest his latest commercial was Snoop. That's hilarious. Oh right, the Corona oh, yeah. rhymes yes. and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, and Brooklyn Nine Nine. If you haven't watched it, it's as addicting as The Office. I mean, it is great top notch show. His character from Parks and Rec. The good oh yeah, <laughs> love that, love that. All well, right. Hank- so for my next pick, coming back to it, probably the greatest one liner in uh, SNL history. During the '90s, we all remember that everyone was glued to their TV for one court case. And this guy broke – there wasn't really the internet back then, but this guy probably broke TV, like, people laughing so hard from this one-liner that popped on the screen saying, well, it's official. Murder's legal in California. I got to go with Mr. <laughs> Weekend Update himself, one of the – probably the funniest human beings. May he rest in peace. I cried this year when he was gone. Norm McDonald. One of the oh, funniest so human beings. Man. I, I mean, no one weekend update will never be weekend update again because Norm McDonald was literally the funniest dude. And the fact that he would purposely try not to be funny, but everybody just loved it. It was a great this little, you know, bit for him. But I mean, Norm McDonald had some great, you know, skits, had great characters, as I mentioned before. The Bill Bradsky uh, is very famous. But, like, the weekend update, I mean, and then not only does he get fired, he comes back years later after he's, like, you know, kind of, you know, did some things and literally just kind of roasts Lorne Michaels and the whole show. He comes on there and says, you know, it's funny. I got fired from this show for not being funny. Now I'm back hosting it years later. So either I got funnier or this show sucks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, it's just, you know, I mean, uh, I, I can't, I can't, I mean, Norm obviously is one of my fra- my favorite stand-up comedians of all time. His stand-up comedy is legendary, but I mean, when you think Weekend Update, you think Norm McDonald, he changed the game forever with it. So I got to go Norm McDonald with my next pick. That is huge. I really thought you were going Pete Davidson there, but I'm glad you pivoted. Um, <laughs> love to see that. Yeah. Dude, I, I, I'm I'm glad I'm glad to see him get some love. Honestly, I didn't expect you to pick him right there. I was I was prepared to take him later in my draft if I needed to, but um, you know, he didn't get a lot of love when I was looking at some other rankings of of SNL cast members all time, which I was a little bit shocked because I'm with you, Hank. I think you, I think the guy's just hilarious. It's the delivery. You know, it's yeah, just right. the delivery. It's his eyes constantly, you know, halfway shut. It, that was his shtick. And it was. It was oh, yeah. How about his uh, Burt Reynolds it, impression on Celebrity Jeopardy? It's an oversized hat. So it's funny. It's funny. Hey, yeah. who is a what scrappy is, what, dude? What, what, what is Scooby? Oh, man. I love, love that pick, man. Did y'all ever see uh, when, you know, the whole Conan O'Brien debacle with the Jay Leno thing when it happened? Did y'all ever see Norm McDonald going on his last show? 
I don't think so. No, I haven't seen it. Look, if you don't get it, if you get a chance, you got to go look it up. It's one of the funniest things you've ever seen in your life. He comes on there and he brings out this fruit basket and it's got like rotten fruit in it. And Colin is looking at him. He says, well, you know, Colin, I'm, I'm kind of a procrastinator. So I actually got you this when you first got the show. So I'm a little late in delivering this. And he starts reading the card and he says, Colin, you are now the late night show host. No one can ever take this away from you. And it's like, you know, it was just basically giving NBC a last little, you know, <laughs> hey, you mess with my friend. I'm coming on here and I'm roasting you kind of thing. Love it. I love That's awesome. So, all all right. right. So I guess I get the next pick in the third, uh, starting off the third round, I believe. Yes, sir. So this is a hard one, but I'm going to go way out in left field with this one because I don't think we've had a female cast member be brought up yet. So no. I am going to go Tina Fey. Wow. So Tina Fey is obviously, I mean, I just always thought her dry humor was hilarious. Obviously, Norm Macdonald was the greatest weekend update, but Tina Fey was obviously really funny. Her and Amy Poehler doing uh, weekend update. In fact, one of my favorite weekend updates is the what is his name? Um, James Gallifanini, the guy that played Tony Soprano. Gandolfini. When he yeah. comes up, yeah, Gandolfini. Yeah, like that that bit where the, he comes on weekend update, like it's his Tony Soprano character. I mean, Tina Fey was you know kind of underrated funny. I mean, obviously she does the show. Uh, was it third? Is it Thirty Rock or yeah, Thirty um, Rock? Thirty Rock. You know, is one of the most popular shows in its time slot for years. Everybody talks about it. But, I mean, I just, I don't know. I've always thought that she was funny. It, honestly, it was like between her and Kristen Wiig. But I feel like a, a female cast member should get some love. And to me, Tina Fey was one of the most underrated characters in SNL history. Funny bits. Um, obviously, I've just... I mean, I can remember that was kind of that sweet spot with the whole, you know, Will Ferrell days, Amy Poehler and all those that kind of early 2000s. And I can remember staying up watching those those shows. So going oh, off the radar there, I'm going Tina Fey. So. I love that, man. I mean, props. I mean, you know, she was like in the heyday with Fallon. And I mean, her and Amy Poehler, you mentioned. I mean, dude, if I had to rank like top SNL female you know, cast members of all time. I mean, I think she's my number one. I don't think there's any question, man. That's a great yeah. pick. Yeah. Uh, she mean, definitely I... set the bar really high. Oh, absolutely. There, there's she, no doubt about that. She's she's right there. I got three in in contention right there, and she she's obviously in that three. Love yeah. that pick. And, I mean, look at her fame afterwards, too. So, I mean, it's just kind of – I know that, you know, there's kind of that mix in between, you know, it's really more the SNL days, but I mean, really, she was great on SNL, and she's been great in her other her other things she did. That she has. It's a great pick to kick off the start of the third round. Well, second pick in the third round for me, guys. Kind of going back to that sweet spot that I love, which is the 2005 to 2013. Don't do it. I, I've got to do it because I think this guy is <laughs> is an it. MVP. He's gonna Come do on. it. He's a master shapeshifter in his characters. Come on, known yes. as anybody from Herb Welch to Stefan from Weekend Update. Uh, yes. You know, maybe you also know him as the uh, Devin from the Californians. Um, he's got so many legendary voices. I actually think he might be one of the most talented guys. Just finished up his show on HBO, Barry. 
from Hot Rod, so many great films. Looks like an alien. It's Bill Hader, guys. Him and Samberg together, man. I mean, I don't think we knew what we had together at that time. And and I just I love this guy. If I'm picking a a top five by myself all time and not drafting, Bill Hader's going to be on that list. And and I think he's one of those guys that I mean, he just. He was great, man. I mean, he would crack up sometimes during roles too. There's that one where he was that guy who ate the popcorn. Walking he was along like, the lake Ooh. one morning, and ah. I saw something floating. Like he just had so ah. so many. That, listen, the Keith Morrison <laughs> sketch. The, the Keith Morrison. Yeah. No, it, it sketch, was an arm. Which is, is, ah. That's gonna make my top five sketches in SNL history, he man, because it's so hilarious. It's like, no, it, it he's, was a dead he's sitting there eating the pop body. And he's like, oh, oh that's terrible. And the lady's like, yeah, yeah, we opened the trunk. What you find? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's so so, so funny, good, man. so good, man. Bill so Hader, I, I knew he would be a steal, but I had to grab him before Malkovich, anybody else. Malkovich, 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 Malkovich. <laughs> So it was my I next pick, be, man. You stole him. I can be John Malkovich. I'm John Malkovich. <laughs> that was one of the greatest skits. Oh, isn't, he yeah. like a isn't he like a Brazilian talk show guy or something like that? Or What did he do, uh, like James Corville? He did so many. Vinny Vadici. Is that the one? He's like yeah. the Italian talk show host guy. That That's it. That's it yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he does all those kind of I don't sound like that. No, you sound exactly Oh, and he was uh, Anthony Saramucci. Like, he has all these voices where he talks like that. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't he Al Pacino for a sketch one time or something? Oh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. So So, good. So many good characters, too. So great I'm I'm surprised he dropped in the third round. That just shows you how much class and talent there is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's still guys out there, right? Like that you're you're surprised. Hey, I'm going to continue uh, my um, picking of the cast of Grown Ups, and um, I'm going to go David Spade with my third pick. Here. Hey, Dude, yeah. To me, he is like the classic. Like, uh, man, you put him and Farley together, him and whoever. Like, he's just he's so good with someone else. You know, uh, also did Hollywood Minute. Uh, you know, which was, you know, a skit where they would just kind of razz um, celebrities. But that uh, Matt Foley, Van Dyne by the River sketch, where he can, I mean, he is not doing a good job of holding it together. Uh, man, it just doesn't get any better than that for me. And so uh, even though Farley was off the board, you know, as the first pick, I feel like I got to take uh, Spade here with my my number three pick and also discontinue my run of grownups uh Cast love it i hope you take love the whole it. whole cast and crew yeah, i mean exactly. <laughs> i love david spade i mean i'll be honest with you right he had his own talk show on comedy central that probably ended over a decade ago restarted it back i think a few years ago he introduced us to guys like nick swardson that came through the happy madison crew i mean david spade an icon i mean if he was known as much for his snl skits as he was some of his films or as being farley's sidekick but he is Bye-bye. such such a great character right like his head of hair i mean the fact that he was short in stature i mean he would be the guy that would get picked on but he, he was still the coolest guy in the room man i freaking his, love david spade man his delivery on the weekend update i mean just so oh good you know whenever yes. he'd do stuff on there 
So kind of did. did you, yeah. Did you? Did y'all ever? <laughs> did y'all ever hear the story about Chris Farley calling and leaving him a message about like how he was going to like murder him and beat him up and like rip his arms off? And <laughs> David Spade talks about like he went in to like work and he hid for like days. Like he wow. was so scared. Man, I, I like, would be scared of Farley. He was like so scared, and then he finally runs into Farley, like you know, drinking coffee. And Farley's like, hey, "Did you like that uh, prank I played on you the other day?" And he's sitting there like, "I've been running for my life, scared, thinking you wanted to murder me." That's awesome. So good, so good. And movies like Coneheads kind of really oh, yeah. brought all of them together. You think of Dan Aykroyd, Jane Curtin. Coneheads, it was a Lauren Michaels film, but you had such a crazy cast of guys like. David Spade, Chris Farley, um, Phil Hartman, Adam Sandler, you know, Jason Alexander makes a little cameo, Drew Carey, Kevin Nealon, so many different Tim Meadows, people from Saturday Night Live. I mean, that was the beauty of 90s movies, right? All these guys would be in each other's movies, even if it was a little cameo. Is there anybody that could do a cameo better than David Spade, though? Like, think of all the, like, little small parts he's been in millions of movies. And right. you always come out saying like that David Spade bit was hilarious. Oh, remember the video store clerk and loser? <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Shout out! Oh my gosh, I'm thinking oh, like Shiloh. You know the the, <laughs> the vegan waiter. Boy, you were yeah. sweet, guys. The food is actually good for you. Yeah, if you want to be sober and vomit. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right, Kevin. All right, man. So I was going to go oh. Bill Hader with my third pick. Obviously, you took him, Christian. And then, then somebody else moved into my third pick. I'm obviously going to pick her in just a second. But then Ooh. on the turn, I was going to pick Spade. So I had to go someone else as well. But guys, coming in with my third pick, I think she is going to be number 12 overall. If I'm doing my math correctly. We got Kristen Wig, who happens to be my favorite female SNL cast member of all time, the Target oh Lady. Guys, even when I wasn't God. watching SNL very much, because she was on from 05 to 12. Idea. Okay, so she was in there, that whole God. Bill Hader run. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The Target Lady is somebody oh that, or the, a, a sketch that I would go back and, and try to find clips of, even if I didn't watch SNL, just because I thought she was so funny in it. Uh, you had Gilly. You also had the A hole skits with Jason Sudeikis, which is just hilarious. I mean, she would always play that perfectly but Kristen Wiig man she's just got a a unique um a unique ability to just really do characters over and over and over and and still just provide that freshness and and just the same joke would would continue to hit though and and be funny so uh Kristen Wiig coming in with my third overall pick uh, very worthy and i think right next Solid. to Tina Fey she's probably my next favorite female and and i forget if you mentioned one of hers but what's the one where she always like one ups right she's like well i, I was on the moon so i'm just better than yeah, you yeah. so right. i just um <laughs> yeah, well I, you've got great. two kids i've got five so uh, she would just like one up everything you did and, and her little her little voice when she does like this you know like she just mastered those little awkward characters right yeah yeah perfect i mean the look everything oh absolutely well speaking of the 30 look, second mcgruber Speaking of MacGruber and doing things while they're hot, it is time for the halftime hot seat. Todd, you you got lucky, brother, because Hank the Tank came in 
into your rescue tonight to take on the hot seat for the second time in a month. Hank, are you ready, my friend? Todd, I just got something to say to you. I can be your hero, baby. <laughs> Man, I love you. You can kiss uh, away the pain. Oh, yeah. You can take my brother. Brother, baby. Another great Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Love that. Love that. All right, Kevbot. Can you give me two minutes? Got it. Got it. All right. We got two minutes on the clock. Hank, you ready for this? I am ready. Let's do it. All right. Three, two, one, go. All right. For a cash prize, how many hot dogs did you eat in one minute? Uh, Seven. Wow. Okay. Would you rather grow a mustache only or mutton chop sideburns only? Mutton chop sideburns all day. Love that. Name a rock band from the 90s, preferably your favorite. Uh, man, I want to like name something like off the wall, but uh, the only thing I think of is Pearl Jam. How about that? All right. Correct answers yeah. only. Uh, last movie you saw in theaters? Uh, Air. Like that. Who wins the College World Series this year? Uh, hopefully my Tigers, but I got a feeling it's probably going to come down uh, between Wake Forest and, um, I don't know, it's going to be a tough one, Florida maybe, and Vanderbilt. Hey, we'll go with the Clemson Tigers. Cheering cheer, cheer my Bacchus boys. Bacchus boys. All right, will LeBron win another ring? No. Very emphatic. Uh, mm-hmm. Guilty pleasure TV show that you watch? Ooh, uh, let's see. Pleasure TV show. Uh, that's kind of a tough. No, one. it's really... not. It stars Joshua Jackson. Come on. Uh, oh, oh, Dawson's Creek by far. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna go with I Fatal mean... Attraction, but if you go with Dawson's Creek, that's cool too. <laughs> All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm <laughs> All right. Better bald man, Steve Harvey or Steve Wilkos from the Jerry Springer show. All day, man. Harvey was better with the crop top, man. Like you know, the, the flat top back in the day. Nobody knows what he looks like with hair. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And we never will. Hey, I, I remember the classic days. <laughs> nice. Hey, who wins in a pudding wrestling match? Nancy Pelosi or Suzanne Summers? <laughs> Suzanne Summers. I don't think Nancy Pelosi. All right. Uh, better Will Ferrell skit: more cowbell or Celebrity Jeopardy? Uh, Celebrity Jeopardy. Do your best <laughs> Alex Trebek impression off the clock. Oh, yeah, that's gonna be a tough one. No, Sean Connery, that is not correct. We would accepted mo- we would accepted wolf or rough. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, rough, just like your mother likes it. Yeah. That's so that good. is great, Hank. Speaking. You killed it again. The day, Speaking. The day, the day is mine. My day is coming. Speaking of Sean Connery, guys, my fourth pick is Daryl Hammond. A little oh, bit Darryl. off the grid. Off the grid. Off the grid. Guys, I didn't realize this, but was the longest standing cast member on SNL until Kenan uh, Thompson just passed him back in, uh, I don't know what it was, 2017, 2018, something like that. But guys, just what an incredible impressionist. Like, um, you know, you instantly think of Sean Connery, but he's got so many others. I mean, countless, countless numbers of people that he he had an impression of at some point in time on on SNL. I mean, I'm just looking through a list right here. Seriously, um, probably a hundred maybe, and and no one was safe. That's that's the thing that you can respect about him is that no right. one was safe. He's going to come at everybody and just try to be funny. And that's the thing, man. It was this was when SNL was just so good. It wasn't about a disrespectful thing. It was just comedy, right? We're just taking what's 
real and and laughing about it. And so Daryl Hammond coming in at number four. That's Kevin, a great I got pick. a hot I got a hot seat question for you. What's up? Who's the better impressionist, Hammond or Bill Hader? Um, I'm gonna go Hammond for me. Um, Hader, I don't know. Hader's best characters maybe were a little bit stronger. I was gonna take Hader over Hammond, so maybe just in that regard at all, maybe I should take Hader. I don't know. Hammond, I say Hammond initially just because he has more characters. Yeah, I, I would agree with you on that actually. So, Christian, you're so, missing an opportunity here. Which one? Hater. Hater? I barely know. I mean, that was too easy. Thank you for the assist, Todd. I mean, what I will say about Hammond, you know, at 53, he was the oldest cast member in the show's history. He has actually made more SNL appearances than any other cast member and impersonated more than 107 celebrities. Bill Clinton was his most frequent. Hank, you got a Bill Clinton on you? Oh, I can't really do Bill Clinton. I'm sorry. I try. (laughs) perfect that was perfect you know it was almost as good as my donald trump it was it was almost as good as ronda santos trying to run for presidential candidate with this this guy you know no no one could do it like trump can ask kim jong-un ask my wife shout out to borat all right back to the show i got to say is your trump impression's good but uh I mean, it's it's. I mean, you should work for CNN if we're just going to be honest. Awesome. Hey, I'm going to jump in here with my number four pick and get us back on the rails. Thank you. Uh, thank you, thank you. I'm going to go Mike Myers to continue my '90s run. Uh, right, man. Uh, you know, you, he played Philip, right? Six year old kid who was like, you know, so hyper, right, on the playground. Oz Fingers says what? <laughs> Uh, played Simon, British kid, and you know, who was in the bathtub with his drawings, right? Drawings. <laughs> hey, DeVito. Yeah, yeah. Coffee talk. You can't forget about that. Yeah. Coffee <laughs> talk. And then, of course, Wayne's World, right? Swing. You know, uh, you can't get better than, than those guys. Gotta add that C in there. Yeah, exactly. Showing. I love that, man. I mean, what what a great, you know, he was this like quintessential nineties guy, like his Austin power stuff, obviously like where he played multiple characters, you know, Dr. Right. I mean like that originated out of like, to me, like SNL type comedy, like you right. don't see that stuff today. And um, I remember when he tried to come back and do the love guru, it was like, that's past, but I get what you're trying to do. And I saw it because I respected the heck out of the guy, but you think of Wayne's world, you know, those characters, obviously just, just so good. Uh, love the pick, man. Glad he made the list. I was, I was yeah, worried. I heard Carvey come early, but I wanted to make sure we got him too. And those two together, man, like we're just so, so they're gold. Shout out Butch Morris. Love that. Shout out. Well guys, fourth rounder for me here. Um, guys, I, I feel like I'm doing way too much in the same genre, um, even though this guy actually spent a little bit more time, um, I believe, if my calculations are correct, uh, my pick right here, actually, he spent 2002 to 2013, so 11 seasons, guys, and and one of my favorites, I mean, I think this guy, I didn't catch on to his humor until later, um, the star of the show, Portlandia himself, Mr. Fred Armisen, uh, he came back and hosted, I think, a, 
this season or this, or maybe the season past. Um, but man, talk about a guy that had so much range and can do so many different characters. But my favorite is a skit that he did with Kristen Wiig. She was Cat, he was Garth, and they would make up these songs during Weekend Update. I don't know if you've seen these, where they were like, yeah, we've got an album coming out. Ooh, what's it called? And they would always wear these like little kitty cat sweaters, and they would make up these songs on the cuff that made zero sense at all. And they would be laughing during the whole thing. Uh, just so hilarious, man. I mean, I can't even think of all the different characters he played, but I couldn't rest without Fred Armisen being in a top list. And I think he's he goes down as one of the the goats. Uh, he's with Bill Hader, man. He was in that same time. I think we slept on some of those guys and didn't really know what we had. But man, Fred Armisen, my fourth rounder, solid pick. Anybody else think that like when you first right, came was... on the scene that he was kind of weird and you were like, yeah, I'm not sure that this guy's my cup of tea. Absolutely. And then Sorry. like later on, you were like, oh my gosh, like this guy's an icon. Yeah, I was. I was on mute, so that's why I kind of came hey, in. Hey, you're on late. mute. So, thank you, on mute. Anyways, shout out, Brent. Um, shout out. No, man. Same thing. Exactly the same opinion at first. Didn't love him, but learned or, or just kind of grew to appreciate his comedy and and really think he's funny. I, he's still funny and everything. I've never watched the show Portlandia. What was, this, what was that weird show on Amazon that he and Maya Rudolph were, were on? Do you remember that? Oh, what was that? You guys that? seen that? It was only on for a season or two. They like disappear into the ocean. I can't remember what it was called. Uh, it was called uh, Forever, I think. But it was, it was weird. I mean, he's always got that weird, weird but quirky and funny <laughs> right. way about him. He's kind of like a hipster, too. Like I, He played yeah. this like punk rock guy at one of his little skits, but like it's funny, man, because he reminded me of like he always felt super old, but then you'd see him on like Portlandia and stuff, and he was kind of a hipsterish dude. Um, but just the the creepy funny, right? Like a diamond in the rough guy. Another king of the cameos. Like he's made oh, yeah. so many cameos in movies. It's just we we would be here all day trying to count his cameos. All right. So my fourth round pick, I am actually going to go back in the day right here and I would make an argument. There was some guys that kind of like got big from that original cast, but I would probably argue that this guy became probably the first biggest superstar from SNL. And I'm shocked that, you know, you like we said, so many people to pick from, and this guy's one in the fourth round. But you got to go Eddie Murphy, one of the mm. biggest stars oh, yeah. from the 80s and 90s. And you go back and watch some of his, like, original uh, SNL stuff. I mean, it is just – it makes you cry laughing so hard. I mean, he was just – Oh, yeah. I mean, one of – Mr. Robinson. The, yes, Mr. Robinson. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Gumby. I forgot all about that. <laughs> Gumby. I mean, you just keep going on. I mean, there's some things we probably, you know, can't say on here and stuff. But, I mean – He's just like to me. I remember the early '90s. Eddie Murphy was like the biggest superstar. I mean, Coming to America is probably one of the funniest movies ever made. And if he's not on SNL doing those funny things like Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood, Gumby, um, I'm sitting here trying to like think of the list of things he did. But you had your Dan Aykroyd, you had your Bill Murray, you had your John Belushi, all those guys from that original time. But Eddie Murphy kind of like just shot up superstardom so 
one of the funniest human beings that's ever lived. I got to go Eddie Murphy here. He actually, it was, if it wasn't for my love for Norm MacDonald, Eddie Murphy, uh, well, I, until Kevin stole Dana Carvey, honestly, that second pick was between Norm MacDonald, Dana Carvey, and Eddie Murphy because he's just the funniest guys that ever lived. I love that. And he was only on for like four seasons, right? I think 80 to 84 maybe. Yeah, but, I mean, you, you go back and you're like – everybody talked about, like, how he was literally the funniest human being. I mean, Oh, absolutely, man. Ackroyd and all them, they said he just cracked them up, you know. So, um, I just – I don't know. You, you look and then, like, he shot up the superstardom with Beverly Hills Cop uh, coming to America. You get into the 90s. I mean, he did some cheesy movies like A Vampire in Brooklyn or whatever the golden child, uh, obviously nutty, oh, yeah. nutty professor, you know, you had the nutty professor movies and stuff, but, um, and then obviously he comes on and does, which I think we all got robbed from the fact that we could have seen a Chris Farley and Eddie Murphy movie in Shrek. You know, I think, uh, the world was robbed from that. Oh so, yeah. yeah kind of going, kind of going off the radar, but at the same time, not because he is one of the funniest human beings ever. So Eddie Murphy, Man, that makes me so sad. You know, when I was picking uh, second and I, on my second pick and I was chose Chris Rock, I was going back and forth between him and Eddie Murphy, and mm. I chose Rock. But I was just praying that he would still be there when I got back around for my <laughs> last pick, but definitely not. Absolutely, Hank. Well, that's a great pick, and, and you got your fifth and final pick right here, buddy. Make it count. Oh, my goodness. This is a tough one for me because there's just so many I want to get in here. I'm going another off-the-radar thing. And, um, you know, I started, number one, with Chris Farley. The world was robbed from the funniest that we could have got for these last 20 years. But another guy that we were robbed that was taken from us way too soon and literally one of the funniest side characters, I guess you could say, from SNL. But anything he was in, he made a an impression on it, and he was always funny and that other dry humor kind of guy, Phil Hartman. Yeah, Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman. I just like. I mean, this was hard because I wanted like you know I had so many people I wanted to throw in here, but I was like I couldn't go through an SNL list without throwing Phil Hartman in there because I mean I had like the best of Phil Hartman SNL and. I mean, the guy was just legendary. I mean, he had a great voice. Um, in fact, like for years, it's weird. I almost thought Tom Arnold and Phil Hartman were the same guy until like you heard the voice kind of thing because they, I don't know, I always thought they favored for some weird reason. But Phil Hartman and Phil Donahue were the same guy. There's no doubt about that. nice nice listen i'll tell you what man the last two picks that you've had somebody had to put them on there right just because of what they are to comedy in general somebody had to draft them and i mean i mean golly you you get eddie murphy and bill hartman in the four i tell you man hey yeah you took some big picks man frank sinatra you know, this thinking of this uh, this list of characters that he had on SNL. I mean, it's just and T's and P's because his wife killed him, right? Yeah, Shout I out. mean, that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he yeah. was taken too soon. I mean, I uh, shout out. I mean, was, like he was so good, man. Remember that movie Jingle All the Way with Sinbad and Arnold Schwarzenegger and Phil Hartman? Was he not in that movie? He's like one of the neighbors. Yeah. Like, I think that was, was one of the last guess. appearances. 
Yeah. Send back. Shout out. Shout Before Daryl Hammond doing Bill Clinton, you had doing Phil, Bill Clinton. He, oh, he also was did spot Donald. On. Yeah. He did Donald Trump. He did Ronald Reagan. Hold on, hold on, Hank. He did Donald Trump. No one does Donald Trump, but Mr. Trump himself. That would be me, Hank. That's disrespectful. Shout out to Colin. Shout out. It is what it is. Well, Hank, but, I love uh, it. I love it. I love where you went there. And I'm going to come back with, with my number five pick, my last pick. And guys, I feel like, you know, Hank took the guys from the nineties that were on my list, the Norm McDonald's, the Phil Hartman's. And uh, so I'm sticking in my sweet spot, fellas. It's the O2 to 2010 era. You mentioned it before. McGruber. It is Will Forte guys. He to me talk about underrated diamonds in the rough from McGruber to the Falconer to Lyle Payne. Hi there. He had so many characters that were just so creepy so classic and he always talked like this i mean he was just this like he had this one it was like tim calhoun it was this like i don't know who tim calhoun was probably some legislature guy in politics i don't care about but he talked like this and did a perfect (laughs) impression and you can't see it but he used his hands and he used cue cards i mean everything he did man this this guy was was just a a diamond in the rough in the same time with hater and sandberg and armison i mean we didn't know what we had, guys. Will Forte, maybe one of the Forgottens. If you never saw Last Man on Earth, that is a hilarious, hilarious show that he starred in. Um, so good, so good. Will Forte coming around with my number five. Christian, remind me who you had for your fourth pick. I forgot to write him down. Yeah, for my fourth pick, Fred um, Amazon, I believe right? it was Fred Armisen. Fred, that's right. Yeah, that's yep, right. Fred gotcha. Armisen. Yep. All right, I'm going to go with my last pick here. I'm going to go with, man, a, a guy I feel like who's the godfather of the show. Um, he's really the first, it's the first sketch that I remember seeing of Saturday Night Live, seeing the King Tut sketch. I got to go Steve Martin right here. It just shows some respect to uh, one of the guys I felt like you know, carry the show in the early days and, you know, just really put out some great stuff after that. I mean, if you've ever seen the jerk, man, one of the greatest (laughs) movies, uh, you know, um, but Steve Martin right there for, for my number five pick. Love that pick Todd classic. All right, guys coming in with my fifth pick. I am going into that little sweet spot range of college, 2000 to 2007, going with another female guys going with Maya Rudolph. Okay. One of the funniest ladies, uh, that, that exists in comedy, in my opinion, her Oprah Winfrey, her Britannica from Gemini's child, right? Just a spinoff of destiny's child or Beyonce or Whitney Houston, um, just, just looking at her name and some of the pictures of, I didn't even go back and watch any of the skits or the clips, but just, um, looking at some of the pictures, I just start giggling, uh, immediately. So I'm going Maya Rudolph. I don't know if that's off the grid a little bit, but she makes off me laugh, the so. grid. So I'm, I'm going, and that was part of my criteria too. Like I had to have a solid memory of some skits that I remember these people from, you know, do, do, does John Belushi and Jim Belushi deserve to, to come in over Maya Rudolph? Yeah, probably. Absolutely. Right. Dan Aykroyd, probably Bill right. Murray. They're, they're, yeah. they're, they're Bill more Murray. iconic in, in the comedy world, but I don't remember watching them on SNL. So I can't necessarily, I didn't feel like I could comfortably rank them. Uh, in my top five. I totally thought you were going Pete Davidson right there. Oh hey, we God. all did. We all did. <laughs> the Gordon look. Hey, get, I, get the uh, Taco Bell breakfast thing. Can I get the <laughs> breakfast thing? Yeah, yeah. I'm cool because I don't care. 
<laughs> uh, love that guys what what a great draft fellas i think some quality on the board i think what we're going to do is put these out on twitter and, and let the fans say who had the best draft guys uh, share our draft boards before we we do that any any sleepers that didn't that were going to come up but you didn't throw on there anybody you wish you could put on there but didn't have another spot for Belushi, chase. Belushi chevy chase i'll tell you somebody chris parnell Homeboy is yeah. like Daryl Hammond, a workhorse. Eight seasons on the show, part of the cowbell sketch. Didn't get enough respect. I think Parnell. Put some respect on Parnell. Jay Farrah. Right? Jay Farrah. What about Keenan yeah. Thompson, though? 20 years oh, in yeah. running, yeah. still going. Yeah. Does he That's not right. deserve some show credit? Some respect. Tracy Morgan. Shout out. Oh, Tracy Morgan. Oh, yeah. Classic. Tracy Morgan. Horatio Sands. I mean, yeah. What oh about the fat gosh. guys other than Farley? Bobby Horatio Sands. Bobby Moynihan. Drunk wow. on Chris yeah. Elliott. Chris Elliott with like one yeah. season on there, right. but I love Chris Elliott. Shout out. Shit's great. Well, guys, that was a lot of fun tonight. Hank, as always, Hank the Tank, hit him up on social. Love that guy. Hey. We are so excited you came and joined us for a second time. You're always welcome to take on the hot Thanks seat. Thanks for having Todd. me. Absolutely, man. SNL, check it out every Saturday night at 1130. Oh, I'm sorry. The writers, we have no longer having TV shows for the next year. So uh, there's a writer's strike. Sorry about that. Um, but anyways, guys, uh, we appreciate you. Download us, listen to us everywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, again, we'll we'll see you next time. Uh, you know, the rest of the summer. This is just a kickoff, baby. We're gonna be drafting all summer long here on the Power Five Pod. Colin, we miss you, buddy. Uh, you know, shout out to the hail. Uh, and until shout next up. time, say good night, Kevin. Good night, Kevin. Later. On the cusp. We were on the cusp <laughs> of getting the, the, the fast cusp. five. Let's see. Weren't you at the folding meeting? It goes left arm, right arm, over. Oh. Who cares? It's almost nine, so let's just hurry up and get out of here. I know. Hey, did you see that weird guy that was just over by the pocket tees? Yes, he was gross. No joke. He totally wanted me to measure his inseam. No. <laughs> yes. He's all, hi, and I'm all, uh, hi, can I help you? And he's all, yeah, I want some pants, but I don't know my inseam. And I'm all, it looks like a 31 to me. And he was all, why don't you measure it? Oh, can you believe it? Sick, I would be all. Oh, I was, I was all, what a perv. That happened to me once and I was all like, why don't you go to Banana Republic? They'd like to do it there. <laughs> for me, turkey for you. Let's eat turkey in a big brown shoe. Love to eat the turkey. At the table, I once saw a movie with Betty Grable. You don't need Dexter Halls or Jingle Bell Rock, cause you can spin a dreidel with Captain Kirk and Mr. Spock, both Jewish. Put on your yarmulke, here comes Hanukkah, the owner of the Seattle Supersonica, celebrate Hanukkah. I love you, sweatshirt. Red hooded sweatshirt, dip 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 sweatshirt, shamalama ding dong sweatshirt. Thank you very much. I'm a snake.